Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Late Lunch, brought to you by Blackstone Motors. Let us amaze you with our new and pre-owned car offers. Call to Blackstone Motors, Drada, Dundalk and Cabin to view the new Renault and Dacia 202 range and our amazing pre-owned cars. For more, see blackstonemotors.ie. Aaron Brady from Cross McGlen has been found guilty of the capital murder of Detective Garda Adrian Donoghue at Lordship just outside Dundalk seven years ago. The 29-year-old from New Road in Cross McGlen was already convicted by a unanimous verdict on Monday of taking part in an armed robbery outside the Lordship Credit Union on January the 25th, 2013. To discuss this further, I'm joined on the line by our courts correspondent, Frank Greeny. Uh, Frank, first of all, would you just tell us a bit about the the background to this case? Well, this all happened on a cold and wet Friday night in January 2013, um, the 25th of January 2013, as you mentioned, Ken. Uh, Detective Garda Adrian Donoghue and his colleague, Detective Joe Ryan, uh, were assigned to escort a cash convoy to Dundalk for safe deposit that night, and they were just about to leave Lordship Credit Union when a car pulled up, um, a stolen Volkswagen Passat, it blocked the convoy in, and at that instance, uh, four men described uh, as four athletic men wearing balaclavas then popped over a back wall at the credit union and they went to the Garda car uh, without hesitation. Uh, one had a shotgun, uh, the other was armed with a handgun. Uh, Detective Donahue stepped out to see what was obstructing the convoy and we heard that he didn't even have time to draw his weapon before he was shot at close range uh, by the man armed with the shotgun. Um, we heard during the course of the trial that he was no more than the width of the car away uh, when he opened fire. Detective Donahue died instantly. Um, Detective Ryan was still seated in the driver's seat when all this happened. Two guns were pointed in his face, and he was told that he'd be shot if he moved. Uh, another raider then smashed the window of one of the credit union workers' cars and stole seven foot thousand euro in cash and assorted checks uh, from her handbag but they didn't go near another car which had a bag containing 27,000 euro in takings um, after they had stolen the handbag they all jumped back into the car and drove off at high speed that car we heard was later found uh, burnt out during a, a burnt out down a country lane uh, across the border and the prosecution described uh, the prosecuting barrister Brendan Gren in his opening address um, many months ago now uh, late January uh, he described this operation as a slick operation. He said it was highly organised and he said there was no question of any other motive apart from being driven by money and it was the prosecution's case that the man that pointed the shotgun at Detective Garda Adrian Donoghue's face and who pulled the trigger from close range without hesitation 
was Aaron Brady. Uh, Aaron Brady was 21 years of age at the time. As you mentioned, he was living in Cross McGlen, and he denied the charge. He claimed that he was engaged in illegal diesel laundering at the time of the robbery and the shooting. But on Monday, as you mentioned at the top of the piece, Ken, uh, the jury clearly didn't believe his alibi because they found him guilty of taking part in that armed robbery. And at exactly 12 noon uh, this afternoon, they returned with a majority verdict of 11 jurors to one and found him guilty of the capital murder of Detective Donoghue. Now, I understand that this investigation was made all the more difficult by the fact that uh, Aaron Brady uh, travelled to New York. Tell us about, if you like, the American dimension to the case. Travelled is putting it very kindly, uh, Ken, because I think it's fair to say at this point now that he fled. Um, Rumours were circulating that he was uh, somehow involved, and when questioned about it, and Aaron Brady took the stand in his defence late on in the trial, And when he was asked why he um, left for the United States, uh, he claimed that the rumour mill was churning and that it was just getting too difficult for him. He found it hard to find a job. He claimed that his name was wrongly being blackened and that he was being wrongly associated with what happened outside Lordship Credit Union. Um, This was seven years ago, so it took some time, obviously, to get him back. And it was actually on a separate charge that he was eventually extradited back to Ireland. Nothing to do with the robbery outside uh, Lordship Credit Union, but clearly he was arrested then on suspicion of being involved in what happened outside Lordship Credit Union and charges were brought. But you, you talk about the American dimension, and that's a very good question because a number of witnesses who gave evidence um, from the United States on behalf of the prosecution proved, in my opinion, to be crucial to the convictions uh, that were returned this week. One of them in particular was a man called uh, Daniel Cahill, um, a Dublin man who has made a life for himself uh, over in the United States. He was described um, as the most controversial prosecution witness, and it's easy to see why. Um, he was crucial from the prosecution's point of view because when he gave evidence via video link from the United States, uh, he said that he was working as a barman uh, over in New York at the time, and he said that he heard Aaron Brady say on three separate occasions that he had killed a Garda uh, back in Ireland. Once after he got into um, a fight in the pub where he was working, he claimed that he went into the toilet to see if Aaron Brady was okay. He was after getting a punch and was quite bloodied from it. And he said that when he went into the toilet, uh, Brady was raging. He was very angry. He was shouting at the mirror and he was talking about how he killed a Garda. Uh, another time then he claimed that he was drunk in the pub on his own and that he started talking about how it felt to kill a Garda while seemingly dro- drowning his sorrows I suppose and on another occasion then he claimed that he was boasting about it at a party. Um, the prosecuting barrister Brendan Grant later accused him of using the shooting as a badge of honour um, that he was either crying and lamenting or bragging about what he had done uh, with his chest puffed out. Now, Aaron Brady took the stand, as I mentioned, and when he was asked about the evidence that was given by Daniel Cahill, uh, he accused him of lying, he accused him of being a psychopath, um, and he accused him of having a vendetta, a personal vendetta against him. Um, And he gave this as, I suppose, one of the reasons that he claimed that he was telling lies. But on the flip side of that, we had the prosecution accusing Aaron Brady of being a pathological liar. And it's safe to say that he is one because he was exposed as telling lies uh, from the very outset. He even admitted telling lies about his whereabouts when he was stopped by Gardaí the day after the shooting. He was asked to account for his whereabouts and he lied by telling them that he was with his girlfriend uh, all evening. Um, After that interaction with 
a guard inspector. He then rang his girlfriend to tell her that if anybody was asking where he was the night before to say that he was with her, that was clearly a lie. Now, he claimed afterwards um, he, he presented himself at a local guard station a number of days later and he claimed that the reason he lied about that was because he was engaged in illegal diesel laundering. But again, even at that stage when he claimed to be coming forward with the truth about his whereabouts, he also told lies in relation to certain timings. Um, and it was only just before the trial began, really, that he gave the full version of his alibi, which was torn to shreds uh, by the prosecution. Uh, there was nobody able to stand it up. And on Monday, when the jurors returned with their unanimous verdict in relation to the robbery uh, charge, it was clear that they didn't believe that he was elsewhere at the time. So I suppose from Monday afternoon, late Monday afternoon, uh, Aaron Brady would have been quite worried uh, going back to Coverhill Prison because he knew at that point that the jurors did not believe uh, that he wasn't outside Lordship Credit Union at the time Detective Donoghue uh, was shot dead and his fears were obviously realised today when they returned with their majority verdict. Uh, from what I've read and heard, it would appear that CCTV video was highly significant uh, in the, the prosecution case. Talk us through that. Highly significant for um, a number of reasons. There was CCTV footage shown of the actual shooting itself. Um, that must have been very distressing for the likes of Adrian Donahue's wife, Caroline, and now retired um, Garda to sit through and watch, but she did uh, watch that footage and it showed the four masked men um, scaling a wall at the back of the credit union and you could see a flash, uh, clearly that single shotgun uh, fire that was um, that resulted in Adrian Donoghue dying instantly. But there was also CCTV footage taken from um, a, a number of days beforehand uh, from the environs of, um, of uh, Clower Head where the stolen Volkswagen Passat was stolen from. And also earlier on the day in question, Aaron Brady said that he spent the day in question uh, with some of his friends uh, January 25th, 2013. And some footage that um, would have been, uh, I suppose, crucial to the jury's deliberations was shown from earlier in that afternoon. One of his friends drove a very distinctive car um, and the prosecution claimed that this car could be seen in the CCTV footage passing Lordship Credit Union uh, earlier that day with the window down. Now, the fact that the window down was of interest because January 25th, 2013 was a dirty, wet day. It was lashing rain. This window was rolled fully down and the prosecution claimed that the reason it was fully down was because they were essentially casing out at Lordship Credit Union. Aaron Brady admitted uh, driving around with his friend at the time, but he denied casing Lordship Credit Union. He said he couldn't remember if the window was down or not, and he suggested that even if it was down, it was perhaps to throw a piece of rubbish uh, out of the window, but clearly he was, um, clearly the jury didn't believe him in relation to that either, and uh, that was yet another lie. Uh, the prosecution, just in their closing address, uh, Lorcan Staines, one of the prosecuting barristers, uh, just said that Aaron Brady tells all sorts of lies, big lies, small lies, important lies, silly lies, and that he was exposed as telling lies while giving oaths. So when the jurors went out, and they were deliberating for just over 20 hours. They've been out for a week now deliberating, and um, it's safe to say that when they went through his testimony, the very statements that he gave to Gardaí, um, they would have been well aware that he was a liar and that he was telling lots of lies throughout, and I suspect that that did enter their deliberations. Finally, Frank, and I know you're in demand at this lunchtime, uh, how soon can we expect an announcement on the sentencing? October 14th has been penciled in for a sentence hearing. Now, 
capital murder is distinct to murder. It's um, an added legislative protection given to frontline workers like Gardaí just because of the nature and danger and risks of their job. There's that extra protection afforded to them. What it essentially means is that Aaron Brady is now going to spend a minimum period of 40 years in prison. He will, of course, be handed a mandatory life sentence, but in the ordinary course of things, life does not mean life in this country. And people handed um, life sentences are generally released after about 17 or 18 years. But because of this added protection, given the fact that he was convicted of capital murder, and an ordinary murder charge was available to the jurors as well, if they didn't believe that Aaron Brady knew or was reckless as to whether or not um, Adrian Donoghue was a guard there when he stepped out of the car that day, they could have found him guilty of murder. And that would have been a very different situation when it comes to his sentence. He will serve a minimum of 40 years in prison. On October 14th, then, at the sentence hearing, um, Adrian Donoghue's wife, Caroline, his parents, his siblings, um, and also the victims of the robbery outside Lordship Credit Union will be given an opportunity to address the court. I understand that some of, um, of uh, the people who worked on this investigation, who worked tirelessly on this investigation, for the past seven years have been commenting uh, to reporters outside court and I understand there's also going to be um, a press briefing uh, um, at Garda headquarters at some stage this afternoon. So we will have some reactions throughout the day uh, from the Garda's perspective. There you are. A superb and comprehensive uh, roundup on that case there from our courts correspondent uh, Frank Graney and indeed if you've just joined us, Aaron Brady from Cross McGlen has been found guilty of the capital murder of Detective Garda Adrian Donoghue in Lord just outside Dundalk in County Louth seven years ago on the night of April the 25th, 2013. The Late Lunch, brought to you by Blackstone Motors. Let us amaze you with our new and pre-owned car offers. Call to Blackstone Motors, Drada, Dundalk and Cabin to view the new Renault and Dacia 202 range and our amazing pre-owned cars. For more, see blackstonemotors.ie. One man who perhaps can enlighten us more on Aaron Brady and what was going on in the South Armagh, North Louth area at the time is uh, crime and security correspondent Paul Williams. Paul, uh, what can you tell us about Aaron Brady or what do you know? Well, hi, Ken. How are you doing? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet get 30, bet get 20, 20, 20, bet get 20, 20, bet get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, what we know about Aaron Brady is that he's from South Armagh, that he's been involved in crime like so many of his cohorts practically all his life. He grew up in the Republican hinterland. Um, they would proclaim himself to be a, a, a Republican, like his associates. Um, when he was questioned by the Guardian initially to ask to account for his movements, remember he gave the explanation that he was laundering diesel, which people will know is an incredibly uh, criminal activity. It also destroys the environment. But this guy, uh, to just to give an illustration of what we're talking about, the kind of creature we're talking about here, he felt that it was completely normal for him to be laundering diesel uh, and use that as an alibi. Um, I think his evidence to the court also told quite a story about him, um, even reading it from a one-dimensional point of view uh, in a court report, Ken. It came across as completely incredible and untrustworthy. And thankfully, this is a really good day for Irish justice, uh, for the family, of course, of, of Adrian Dunn, who is colleagues but for every good right-thinking person in Ireland that this man has now been convicted of capital murder, which is the the most serious uh, uh, conviction you can receive in this state. That carries a mandatory sentence of 40 years. I think this thug will probably be considering going for parole sometime around the age of 49 or 50, uh, and the best years of his life will be behind him, and that he deserves that. Absolutely. And of course, no uh, peace process or anything like that will get him out of jail early. Absolutely not. The, the whole culture of South Armagh, uh, which created this man, and it, it was it was because of the border uh, that this case was perhaps so difficult to try and bring to justice. And indeed, the likes of Pat Murray down there, the former detective inspector who led that case, deserves particular uh, distinction and mention for the, the way he, he drove that investigation so tenaciously over seven years and his colleagues. But these people come from a place where we call it bandit country. Uh, the vast majority of people in South Armagh, first of all, are very decent people. But there is a very significant cohort who are immersed in the whole Republican culture um, who just this Brady was hanging around with a group of guys who were terrorising the, the border area. You have to remember as well, Ken, that he jumped out of that car with three other guys, jumped across a wall, ran up to the squad car that they just blocked in, knowing that it would be a squad car, lifted a, 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 a shotgun, double barrel shotgun, and shot uh, Adrian Dunhu without any kind of empathy. Or It was not accidental. It was purely deliberate, cold-blooded. And that's because he came, he and his colleagues, his cohorts, come from a culture where it doesn't matter. It's, uh, it's like the Wild West in South Armagh. It is, and it is, a, it is a culture. Look at Paul Quinn. This guy, his associates were involved in the murder of Paul Quinn. Um, Paul Quinn's family, um, his mum and dad, are still looking for and trying to get justice for what happened. The IRA or Sinn Féin came out and uh, smeared his good reputation and then issued a half-arsed, lame uh, apology, a half-hearted apology um, in... The, for, for smearing him in the first place, but that was just before the general election. It hasn't been a word out since. And the reason why those killers have been allowed 
to walk free is because they're cocooned in the community. They are protected in the community. There are people around them to protect their, their identity or protect them from the law. And the same thing happened with Brady, and they believed they could get, get away with it. But um, this was a major miscalculation because, you know, he may have come from a culture where it was all right to shoot a policeman, but in the Republic of Ireland, we do not, the people do not, it is an attack. The people see it as an attack on all of them when you murder or attack a member of Vanguard Shia going about his duty. And we have a family man, a brilliant family man, a brilliant community man, a brilliant Garda. You know, Adrian Donoghue exemplifies the finest credentials of the finest of humanity. Um, and it was, it is, you know, quite understandable to hear this afternoon that, you know, the voice of Christy Mangan, your, your brilliant chief superintendent up there in Galaud, who has done a marvellous job in taking on organised crime and the gang wars, his voice crackling with emotion as he as he as he issued a statement on the steps of the, of the court. You know, our colleagues are saying that the Gardaí and the family of Adrian Dunne were very emotional when the result came through, um, as they would be. Uh, this is now the longest uh, criminal investigation and the longest uh, criminal trial in the history of the state. But boy, it has a good it, it got a good result. A lot of people, by the way, as well, Ken, would have been concerned. Uh, quietly and wouldn't have expressed it very publicly, obviously at the time, that this case was held before a jury because it would be because of the kind of calibre of individual we're talking about and his capabilities and capacity for intimidation and, and threats. Because as has been the case in the past, yeah, would would, would sincerely would, would have worried people quietly behind the scenes that you know these guys may may try and make a, an approach to the jury, but luckily and thankfully that didn't happen. And this jury stood up and was counted and uh, assessed and saw through the lies and the nonsense as, as somebody said he was an accomplished liar, um, you know, for this horrific crime. And I think now, as, as, as Christy Mangan, the uh, chief superintendent, said today, you know, this is phase one over. Now there's another phase to begin. Well, I was just but going to ask you that. Three more to come. I was just going to ask you this, and, and pick your words carefully, because uh, we have to be careful what we say, but it would appear that following today's conviction, this is not the end of this case. What can you tell us on that front? Well, no, as everybody says, uh, you know, there were four other accomplices with Brady that night. Uh, three other people got across the wall, as, as his brother, uh, Colm, has said today, um, and the driver. Uh, now, you know, there is speculation that there is enough evidence to maybe bring charges against a few more of these guys. I think the uh, the involvement of Homeland Security, which the guards have, have repeatedly praised this afternoon, um, was obviously very vital in this because I think something like 56 people were uh, approached uh, to for evidence, the people who were tracked and traced uh, on behalf of the Guardian by Homeland Security, but only two of them gave evidence. Um, I would say that the Homeland Security and the fact that a lot of the witnesses, actually was 68 people were traced in the US actually, I was wrong on that figure, 68. Um, a lot of them decided not to give evidence, perhaps because they were afraid for their families here in Ireland, perhaps for other reasons, but certainly I would say that the, the visit from the Homeland Security would have focused a lot of their minds um, <clears throat> in terms of, of cooperating with the Gardaí and telling what they knew because you know, as somebody has described, some of the Guardian have described that the Homeland Security, the officers and detectives in the Homeland Security in the United States treated the Adrian Dunhill like he was one of their own, uh, that he was one of their colleagues who had been murdered. So they pulled out all the stops okay. to help the Guardian. 
Okay, just uh, uh, Paul, just let me hold it there for a second. Uh, I understand that Adrian's brother, Colm, who apparently is also a member of Angarda Siakona, uh, spoke to reporters outside the court. Stay with us, uh, Paul, and we'll just hear what Colm had to say. On behalf of the Donovan family, we'd like to thank the prosecution team led by Brendan Brennan and Austin Stiggs, as well as staff from the DPP's office, especially Susan Hudson and Nicole Mulder. Their dedication to this case has been extraordinary. With many, many challenges throughout the case, and keeping on course has been a fantastic achievement in itself. Not only the length of the trial, but a huge volume of work undertaken for well over 12 months to get to this stage has been a significant achievement, and we thank them. We'd like to commend the jury of 15 ordinary people who were sworn in at the end of January. We'd like to thank each and every one of them. Their lives have been put on hold for the last six months, and the commitment they've shown through these challenging times has been humbling. I'd like to express our gratitude to Justice Michael White for his hard work and dedication, often sitting long hours and working weekends to keep this trial on track. It's taken an enormous effort to do this and we thank you both sincerely. I'd like to acknowledge each and every witness who gave evidence for the prosecution of this case. It's not an easy thing to come to court, but do not underestimate the stress that this causes people. I'd like to express our immense gratitude to Adrian's colleagues in Gonzalo. We investigate this by trying to grieve for a loss of the body. This has been one of the most comprehensive investigations in the history of the state. Professionalism and the quality of this investigation have been borne out by the fact that it has been able to withstand the most robust and forensic examination by the defence in this case. Huge credit to each and every person involved in the investigation that we stand here today. But we remiss us not to acknowledge and thank the extraordinary help given by the investigation to the investigation by law enforcement agencies around the world. I'd like to thank them all, but a special word of thanks has to go to US authorities and especially to Homeland Security. We took on the investigation again and was one of their own. The dedication of those agents, but especially agents, Katsuki and Wade, has been instrumental in bringing this man to justice today. Aaron Brady was not alone in Lordship on the 25th of January 2014. The press for justice rating will continue and we appeal to anyone, near or far, who has any information and may assist in this investigation to come forward and do the right thing bring those involved to justice. While justice has been done today, nothing will bring back Adrian to his wife, his two kids, his parents, his family, his colleagues and his friends. As has been said, this right, Adrian was a good man, it's the very least he deserves, it was the justice he served. We finally would like to acknowledge the media for the responsible reporting of the case throughout the trial. Thank you for respecting our privacy when I ask that you continue to do this. There you go. That's uh, Colm Donoghue, a brother of Adrian, uh, speaking outside the courts in the last while or so. Our apologies about the sound quality, but there you go. That's uh, the hazards of uh, radio news. Uh, Paul, by, by the sounds of things, this, this verdict today must be a great relief uh, for the Donoghue family. Well, it obviously is a huge relief. Um, can you imagine living with this for seven years? One of the things that, that the victims of of serious crimes, especially the victim of such a mindless and brutal crime, such a a valued and much-loved human being, um, certainly has has stayed with him. But as as Colin Dunham said there, you know, it won't bring back his brother. Um, And it has, you know, it has been very much an open wound there in County Loud. Like, you know, it brings back memories of, you know, Colin Horkin just very recently shot dead in in Castle Ree. And it also brings back memories of Tony Golden, uh, another County Loud Garda, who was murdered perhaps by an individual who was not at all unlike Adrian or um, Aaron Brady. Yeah. Another one of those um, kind of lawless 
Um, I actually have a list. The creatures that we get along the border for some reason and why these this cohort of people have grown up there and why they are the type of individuals they are and how the, why they think they can they can ride roughshod over uh, the law is extraordinary. But this is a major body blow to those people today. It is a major body blow as well, Ken, to the people, to the families of some of these people. Uh, who have been working tirelessly to make sure that everyone stays quiet. The okay. same way that ensure the people kept quiet about Paul Quinn's murder. Um, this is a good day for justice, and it shows that the people of the Republic of Ireland won't tolerate this very kind good. of stuff. Okay, listen, thank you very much indeed, Paul, for taking our call, and uh, we appreciate your insight uh, with your knowledge of what's going on, uh, certainly in the South Armagh, North Louth area, and thanks indeed for joining us on the programme. The Late Lunch, brought to you by Blackstone Motors. Let us amaze you with our new and pre-owned car offers. Call to Blackstone Motors, Drada, Dundalk and Cabin to view the new Renault and Dacia 202 range and our amazing pre-owned cars. For more, see blackstonemotors.ie. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.